Hello world, welcome back to my one-person podcast, The Bible Abridged. Today's episode is brought to you by Dai Tin Barbershop. If you're in Bushwick, Brooklyn, swing by for a cut, if you need your haircut. Well, I guess either way. Anyways, let's get some fucking Bible learning done. Leviticus 11. So, God just kept these rules coming rapid fire, or very slowly. I guess it depends on how fast you read the book. But either way... God said, Tell the Israelites they can only eat animals that have divided hooves and chew cud. So camels, hyraxes, rabbits, they chew cud, but they don't have a divided hoof, so you can't eat them. Pigs do have a divided hoof, but they don't chew cud, so don't eat them either. Don't eat anything in the water unless it has fins and scales. So fish and mermaids are okay, but crabs and lobsters are not. Don't touch them, don't eat them, don't have sex with them, nothing. I might have made that last part up. As far as birds go, don't eat scary birds. Don't eat eagles, vultures, kites, owls, hawks, ravens, gulls, or bats. Even though bats aren't birds, don't eat them either. Someone thousands of years from now will eat a bat, and it will cause the whole fucking planet to shut down for like a year. You can't eat flying insects that walk around on their four legs. Mostly because insects don't have four legs by definition. You can eat hopping insects, though. So grasshoppers and locusts, even though locusts are grasshoppers, crickets or katydids, which are also crickets. But again, all those four-legged insects are off-limits to you. I have to interject and point out how wild it was that Moses had never bothered to count the fucking legs of an insect Now, people will claim that all this was written by an all-knowing, all-powerful God who just happened to make a mistake when displaying the number of legs an insect has. Anyways, if you touch their carcasses, you're unclean and have to bathe and wash your clothes and have to quarantine until sunset. Any animal that walks on paws, unclean. Weasels and rats, unclean. Lizards, unclean. If you touch one, you're unclean. If one of them falls on you, you're unclean. If something else touches one of them, it's unclean. Whether it's wood or cloth or hide or cloth again. If it falls into a pot, that pot is unclean. Falls on an oven, that oven is unclean. Falls on a spring, well actually that spring is still clean. I mean, come on, we're in the middle of the fucking desert, there's a shortage of water out here. But I love the fact that if if your oven comes in contact with a lizard, it's unclean. But if a dead rat falls in your drinking water, that's fine. If seeds that you're about to plant come in contact, they're still clean, unless they've been watered already. So water is untaintable, and seeds are untaintable, but watered seeds are taintable. Got it? If you touch a corpse of any animal, even a clean one, you're unclean. Also, don't eat snakes or worms, or anything that moves like that. Don't do it because I am the Lord. I saved you from slavery, and now I say you can't eat any snakes or worms. Leviticus 12. And while we're making up stupid rules for fun, here's another one. If a woman gives birth to a son, that son is unclean for seven days. Then on the eighth day, a priest will come and carve up his dick. Then the mother has to wait 33 days to be purified. So she's unclean for over a month, just like when she has her period. More on that later. If she gives birth to a daughter, these times double. Because I, Moses, I mean, God, think girls are gross. Once her 33 or 66 days of purification are over, the woman will bring a lamb and a pigeon to a priest. The lamb will get slaughtered brutally and set on fire because I love the smell of burning flesh. The pigeon will get torn open and have its head torn off before being set on fire as well. 
to make up for the sin of giving birth. I'm not sure. I don't know. Oh, and if she can't afford a lamb, we'll just take two pigeons and tear their heads off and set them on fire. One for purification and one for her sins of being a woman. Leviticus 13. If a person has a rash, have them go to Aaron or one of his sons, not the two sons that I murdered for no reason, one of the alive ones. And then God gives a long list of different kinds of rashes and how to respond to them before moving on to mold. It's just riveting stuff here. Leviticus 14. Once someone is healed from their skin disease and have a priest go examine them to make sure they have, of course, have the priest take two birds, kill one, and dip the other bird into the blood of the dead bird along with some hyssop or cedar wood. Then release the bloody bird back into nature. There had to have been like somebody like a few tribes over that was just like, why do all these fucking blood-soaked pigeons keep soaking showing up here? What the fuck? Anyways, have the person shave off all their body hair like Sid Barrett and camp outside for a week. Then mercilessly murder several more animals to purify yourself and to beg forgiveness for the sins of getting sick and wasting everyone's time. If you have mold in your house, once you have a house, which you most certainly will one day, but not now, then have a priest, it has to be a priest for some reason, close your door, (laughs) and then you let the mold spread for a week. If it does spread, tear your fucking house down and dump the rubbish somewhere else. If it doesn't spread and actually just disappears, then kill a bunch of animals and set them on fire. Because I am God and I love the smell of burning flesh. Leviticus 15. When a man has an unusual discharge, well, you might have guessed this one, he is unclean. Try not to get any of this discharge on your stuff because that's gross. Anyone hanging out with this man should wash themselves. Whenever a man comes, be it from his hand, inside a woman, or all over her face, he, or both of them, are unclean until the sun goes down. And also they should wash themselves off. If a woman has her period, she's unclean, and anyone who touches her should wash themselves. So a woman having her period is roughly as unclean as a man with advanced gonorrhea. If a man fucks a woman while she's bleeding, he's unclean for a week, as is any bed he lies down in. Once a woman has finished bleeding, she has to find a priest and have him kill either two pigeons or two doves, even though those are the same animal. One of these will atone for the sin of being a woman, and the other one will atone for her uncleanliness and the audacity of having her period, which I think is gross. I, God. Not Moses, God. I, the one who created women to do this, think that it's gross that they do this, and they need to murder two pigeons every month to apologize to me. Leviticus 16. Well, God rambled on about different animals that Aaron needed to slaughter and different rules about coming to the tent and being near the Ark of the Covenant. And then says you should put all your sins onto a goat and release that goat into the wild. And that's where the term scapegoat comes from, by the way. Well, then they set a day for the Day of Atonement, or Yom Kippur. Leviticus 17. If you kill an animal anywhere except the place I'm going to specify right now, then you're guilty of bloodshed and will be cut off from us. And no more worshiping these goat idols and whoring yourselves out. Do this, and you're no longer part of the tribe. Also, if you eat blood like an English person, because blood is life. Also, don't eat random animals that you find in nature that have been torn open and killed by a different animal. I love how some of this is like really fucking insane. Some of it's crazy pedantic. Some just sounds like he's making shit up, and some is just plain good advice. So yes, dear listeners, don't eat rotting fucking dead animals. Wash your hands after touching a man with gonorrhea. 
or getting his discharge on you. Wash yourself after fucking and don't eat ravens or bats. And that is where I leave you, dear listener. Join us next week when we finish up with Leviticus and go through the thou shalt not fuck rules. Until then, have a lovely time and go check out Dietin Barbershop.